going on everybody welcome to fatality and mk retrospective i am your fluff master supreme the one that knows and how that fucked it up again <laughs> follow episode eight for that fuck up as well but i am the fluff master supreme the one who knows the combos to make sandell scream mr big johnny d how's it going everybody allow me to introduce my illustrious co-host you know him as that saucy aussie that doppelganger kangabanga mr brody kano kane how the fuck are yous oh today is may 22nd and we are on episode nine we're gonna be talking injustice 2 today yeah the last the last of our games in this podcast of of just i don't you know what at, at this point it's not even just mk retrospective this is like a nether realm studios <laughs> pretty much <laughs> retrospective but the reason we're covering justice just in case you're wondering and you're catching this for the first time hey man we would not have injustice if it wasn't for mk and it still fits in beautifully so but before we dive into this delicious delicious game we have a little segment on this podcast we like to call slice and dice where we talk about what we did in the real world so brody brother how have you been i have been not too bad mr johnny d um unfortunately i've come down with a bit of the flu um and no it isn't covid uh it's more so just a bit of a um, head cold, uh, which is a bit of a bastard. I'm uh, trying to push through that at the moment. But, yeah, as I say, every goddamn week, just flat out at work. Um, I did happen to buy some uh, Blu-rays off Diabolic yesterday. Um, one is, well, it's a uh, boss man favorite, actually. It's called Mother of Tears. It's a Dario, a Dario Argento uh, film. Ah, um, nice. And I, I am super excited to see that film he was sending me snapchats throughout the week of it and i'm like dude this looks fucking insane um so yeah i'm really really keen to get that and there was another one called um let me just get a photo up here uh it's called snake eater i don't know if you have ever heard of this film it's one of those can't say i have brother oh dude it it looks fucking badass like it's cheesy fun um but i don't know if you can see that because my camera's been a motherfucker. Nah, probably not. It looks... I feel it's, like I see a dude with a posing with a gun. I yeah. Kinda... I, oh, dude, the post's so badass. I'll, I'll send it to you right now. You got to see this Hell shit. yeah, dude. What's this called? Um, Snake Eater? It's called Snake Eater. It's uh, a 1989 film, but it's like okay. a real, like, grungy indie exploitation film that's like a one-man army, like he used to be in the... Commando in the style. Yeah it's, yeah, it's very much, but he looks like, um, is it Jack Burton from uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Holy, that. Yeah, he does, dude. Yeah. He looks like a legit <laughs> fucking dick. That's perfect, man. Because, <laughs> yo, right. catch our earlier episodes, but MK was all about that fucking movie, dude, Big Trouble in Little China. And if you, for some reason you've never seen that shit, go check it out. But anyway, a favor. Dude, this looks I don't know who Lorenzo Lamas is. I'm assuming it's that dude on the cover, but I love the cover, man. That's some dude, Yeah, that's Oh, man, that's that, I think it's a German. That's a German poster. 
Oh yeah, see, it doesn't work on mine either. Yeah. Oh dude, no man. shit. Oh uh, yeah, I'm so. Oh, I watched the trailer for it because I was like, oh, this looks very interesting. And dude, the trailer is fucking nuts. Like, it's so cheesy. It's oh my god, it's so awesome. Like I said, '80s exploitation. I'd really like to cover this on our LCE podcast in the future. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, get this film. It's a rare film. Hell and, yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, other other than that, yeah, so not much else happening with me. Um do, did a little bit of research on uh, Injustice 2 just to refresh the old noggin. Um nice, nice. Yeah. how you been, mate? Oh, I've been fantastic, actually. Thank you for asking. Um it's been a good week. It's been a warm week. Uh I the fluff master here is not built for the heat by any fucking means. So I opened up my pool this week. Ooh. And yeah, haven't got to go in yet, but it's getting there. It was a little cloudy the first day. It's it's still a little cloudy, but I got all the dirt out. It's looking pretty fresh. So tomorrow, if it's a hot one, I'm definitely going swimming, dude. She's ready. Other than that, I uh, well, this is kind of funny, and this is more gore, more standing, and I'll probably bring it up on that show too. But uh, so we're covering Aliens Three, as you know. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to do the director. Not it's not the director's cut. I, it's uh, I can't. It's the extended cut. That's all I'm gonna fucking call it. I can't remember the actual name. It's like the production cut or some bullshit. Anyways, that being said, I was gonna order the quadrilogy. Right, had it in my cart. I remember talking to you guys in the post. I was like, "Yo, this is what I'm getting." Here it is. I got distracted because I was at work, so I got pulled away from my phone. I thought because I sent you guys the picture and somebody else, I thought I hit fucking order. I don't know why. <laughs> I just did. So it's the it was supposed to show up Thursday. Thursday, quote unquote. Nothing. So I go to check my email. I'm like, man, where the fuck is that shit, dude? I'm gonna check the shipping. Yeah. Never fucking ordered it. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I'm checking. I'm like, can I order it now? It would show up on Tuesday. I'm like, fuck, that does not help me. <laughs> so luckily enough, I uh, reached out and actually uh, my lovely friend, Mr. Joseph Gallo, he had the old, the older Blu-ray collection, dude. This thing's fucking money. But luckily it's got that version. So Big Johnny D's still going to be able to fucking give me my, uh, give that review come Monday. <laughs> But yeah, man, talk about a fuck. I still probably want to order it. Like, I'm going to order them anyways, just because I want that shit on Blu-ray. And I, I only have the first two on DVD still. But I know I'm old. Because, <laughs> because um, as we were talking about it, um, TJ was saying like how Chad had a version of it that was 135 minutes long, and we're like, well, how the fuck does that work? Because you either have the hundred, I think it was 110, or you have the 140 minute one. Which is the right. extended one. But Chad had this one that was in between. And we were trying to figure out if it was like really rare or what was going on. And so that it was, was, yeah, that was, it'd be interesting to see what they say about that on Gore Moore, actually. Yeah. But uh, we'll save the rest of this for Gore Moore. So you guys can check that out Monday if you are interested. Uh, catch me and Brody. And by the way, last thing I'm going to say, amazing intro to your new segment brother i love it fucking love it and anybody who wants to know what the fuck i'm talking about go check out either watch or you can catch the audio i suggest watch personally it's that much better 
but you can go <laughs> find it back on Facebook, on YouTube, or even Twitch. Uh, just go look for Project Louder. So, other than that, man, just been enjoying myself. I played through the Injustice Story mode. Uh, started it last night again. I mean, it's not for the first time. It's just been a while. But I started last night and finished that bitch up about mm, two hours ago. Like, because I started it uh, a little late in the day. But god damn, that shit's delicious, dude. It's such, oh. it's so good, so fucking good. And I'm gonna say, without further ado, I think we should uh, hit it up, brother. What do you think? Hell, absolutely, mate. You want to take it away, sir? That I can, sir. Absolutely. So this week in Justice 2 from 2017, our developers at NetherRealm Studios, publisher Warner Brothers Interactive, director Ed Boone, producer Andrew Stein, lead designer John Edwards, lead artist Steve Baran, writers Dominic Giancio. Now, I have trouble saying this every Cian, fucking week. Cianciolo? That's, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, <laughs> Cianciolo. If, mate, if you're listening, I do apologize. But it is a bad last name. Um, also, one of the writers is Sean Kittlesine <laughs> and composer Christopher Drake. So, Which, yeah. Excellent job there, sir. That Thank you kindly. So, all right. As per the last couple of weeks, we've been rocking these trailers because, well, with all these newer games, man, they're fucking movies. So let's check yeah. this shit out. Earth's defense is irreversibly compromised. Begin the countdown. We are at war with these animals. You're not welcome in Atlantis. I am Brainiac. I collect worlds. Next, mere mortals cannot stop. How do I beat him? You can't. Earth's time is up. Injustice 2, play anywhere May 16th, rated T for Teen. Yeah. Ooh. That was a nice, short, sweet, to the point trailer right there. Sells me every day of the goddamn week, that's for sure. Right? I liked it, dude. It was good. Uh, the animation in this game, man, before we get into anything else, is fucking phenomenal, dude. NetherRealm Studios just... Now, this was like the first one coming out on PS4 and Xbox One, because obviously yep. we talked last week when we talked Injustice, that was the last one that they did on the 360. But... Yes. We also had MKX right before this on that. So they got to hone their craft a little bit with that and then bring it even harder with this game. So, buddy, you want to do that plot rundown for me? That's all I can. So in this next installment in the Injustice series, we center around Batman and his insurgency's plan to try and restore the world after the fall of Superman's One Earth regime. Except now he is not only a new team of past villains to worry about, known as the Society, led by none other than Gorilla Grodd to take on, but also a new foe, one who promises to bring destruction to 
the entire planet, the AI supervillain and destroyer of worlds, Brainiac. Now, Batman must decide whether or not he needs to free the imprisoned Superman in order to stop Brainiac and save the world. Beautiful, sir. That was a great job. Ah, uh, yeah, this. Okay, so Injustice 1 hit it out of the park. Great story. Different rival, you know what I mean? Like multiverse coming together to like end a plot. This one, though. It, it, the first one was just all set up so we can just have this whole new DC universe to ourselves. Thank you to NetherRealm Studios. So that's what we call the Injustice universe now, obviously. So this one, obviously, and I want to say for anybody who hasn't played for some reason, if you haven't, go play it. But this one here just deals with the Injustice universe. We already have the story set up, so now they're just dealing with more, like, more of the bullshit now that it got solved from the first one and yeah i mean when you got big daddy superman playing dictator of the world and you've already had that for your first main boss who do you go fucking bigger than that who can only be somewhat bigger and there is one person but i think they're saving him for three yes yeah uh he was in this game though however dlc mm. we're gonna get that actually uh we can do that right now buddy you want to do a the character list rundown that we always do? Absolutely. So first and foremost, we have Aquaman, uh, Atom, uh, DIC, that are atrocious. Yeah, atrocious. Fuck yeah, it, yeah. God damn it. Also known God as the Red Lantern or our Red Lantern, I should say. Yeah, only three names in already fucked up. So um, you're good. But Bane, Batman, Black Adam. Black Canary, uh, Black Manta, which is DIC, Blue Beetle. Interesting character. I like him. Uh, Brainiac. Yeah, Blue Beetle was, uh, he was, yeah, he was actually really fucking cool in this game. Um, Captain Cold, uh, Catwoman, Cheetah, Cyborg, Darkseid, another DIC, Deadshot, Dr. Fate, Enchantress, DIC. Firestorm, The Flash, Gorilla Grodd, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Hellboy, another DIC, The Joker, Poison Ivy, Raiden, DIC, Red Hood, <laughs> Robin, Scarecrow, Starfire, DIC, Sub-Zero, DIC, yeah. Supergirl, Superman, Swamp Thing, Teenage Mutant Ninja fucking Turtles, DIC, and <clears throat> Wonder Woman. Take a what breath, a buddy. List. Take a yeah, fucking breath. Yeah. <laughs> fucking asthma's playing up. Right? I made the dude who's sick this week fucking read the 50 people that we have fucking in this roster. Not 50, but goddamn, it feels like it when you're reading them off like that. <laughs> Actually, dude, hold on. How many do we have? Now I'm kind of interested. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 11, 12. Pistol pain. What is up? No brother? shit. So we got. Damn, yeah, dude. You're, I mean, you're well over thirty, but fucking hey, brother. Ooh, I'm sweating. Oh my god, Mr. Pete Ward, what is up, brother? How are Pistol you? Pistol Pete, sir? bang bang. Yes, thank you for joining us, brother. But oh man, what a fucking game, dude. What a, I mean. So, actually, before we discuss a little bit more, I forgot it's the next page down, but I can cover these ones. So there's actually a few more character things that I wanted to throw out there before we hop in anything else. So yep. there are other characters in this game, by the way, that you can select by uh, 
you are selecting a premier skin it's known as so you can get pretty much bizarro black lightning personal favorite bruce wayne which was is fucking hilarious to me dude it's just bruce wayne in his business suit and i've still yet to unlock it and i need to because i don't know why like for some reason i i forgot they did that and i just found out about it again yesterday and i was like what I'm like holy fuck dude it is um <laughs> mr freeze which he looks like fucking hellboy's buddy there uh abe oh, sapien he... in this one a little bit <laughs> he's really <laughs> skinny does. and fucking he's got a, yeah i don't know <clears throat> whatever uh grid john stewart aka another green lantern power girl another flash by G the name jay garrick which is the original flash and vixen and so these premier skins can be thrown on a multitude so like vixen would be cheetah obviously bruce wayne is batman black lightning is raiden and all that good stuff so and they come with new voices especially if they're new skin new voices and different endings and intros and all that good shit, man. And on top of that, it's also be noted that in the mobile version of Injustice, there's actually exclusive characters in that as well. So there's like a plethora of multiverse characters like Batwoman, Captain Cold, Supergirl. So obviously like different style. But then they also brought back Martian Manhunter from the first Injustice. And here's another one that I, I had to mention just because I thought it was cool was Silver Banshee. I kind of wish they actually had her in the main game. But that's right and uh few more but dude this game brings the characters like way i don't know i the first roster was great don't get me wrong but this one was like i I'm, i like the introduction of some of the characters that you don't usually hear about firestorm for example blue beetle yes. uh their chapter was great dude i loved it um and Blue Beetle's so fucking fast, dude. He's so goddamn fat. He's the Baraka of player. this game, dude. Yes. Yes, absolutely. He was a great player to play with. <laughs> and, and I will just point out when we're talking about uh, these character designs, sorry, just to back it up a little bit. No, um, go right I, ahead. I, no I noticed if you actually like look at Batman's physical appearance in this, he's wearing the same shit as Pattinson in the upcoming Batman film from – so he's basically got the same uh, armor on his shoulders. The cape, the collar is the same as Robert and We're Pattinson's talking, Batman. we're talking, okay, yeah. And what, that's titled The Batman, correct? The, yes, yes, that is the correct. Batman. Okay. Um, you're right, dude. He's like, I mean, he's just way more armored up than, you know what I mean? Like even Nolan S. Batman, where it was more armor, but it wasn't like legit trying to just be armor, armor. Yeah, because uh, because it was really weird. it was really weird to actually see like well I always wanted to know where they got uh, Robert Patterson's design from. Now I'm sort of thinking it might have been from this game in that sense because obviously this is before that you know. In, but if you go back and actually look, he's wearing the same shit like as Patterson's Batman with uh, basically from here up, like just here up. It's weird. I can have heavily borrowed from that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I. That'd be dope if it was even, I mean, coincidence enough. That's great. The design, dude, and I'm glad you brought up the designs because the designs of this, I mean, they're definitely more, I don't even know if I would say new 52, just because like, they're so much more armored up and everything like that. Like this is just straight up nether realm style. And we do have a little bit of behind the scenes on that. Not too much, but I did touch on that. 
Yeah. Well, the whole gear system in this man, which were like, it just adds that much more of a level and shit to it. But all in all, this fighting game, like this came out and it, it just felt big. And this was even before all the DLC hit, you know what I mean? Just because you already had story mode, which feels huge on its own. And what a graphical, like huge graphical difference in comparison to first injustice. That one was more of the comic booky style, like every, you know what I mean? Like Joker head is still like overly elongated face and yep. it was still great. Don't get me wrong, but this one just made it like that gave it that much more realism. I feel they went dark with this one too in the character design. Well, yes and no. Like I feel like Superman, they gave him lap. Well, Superman, they kind of went back to the old school colors and same with Wonder Woman. They didn't like overly like, you know what I mean? She was still kind of dressed like Wonder Woman. Yeah. But I like that they're just their narratives and stuff and the way they speak. Like, you know what I mean? They are just, you just know they're still just like, oh, dude, they've crossed that line and there's no coming back. And I think the design, I'll go with the design, at least with Superman, even where they gave him that like weird, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's hugging his chin and it comes around. It, it definitely gives a little bit more of that like dictator ish dictator. Huh? Uh, <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, it gives them that more oppressive, like, regime feel. I don't know what what it is about it, but it's just more, like, almost mechanical, I guess. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, but it's definitely Clark Kent when you actually, yeah, when you when you look at his face, you're like, yeah. It, it, wow. it, it brings a staunch presence to Superman. <clears throat> just by right. looking at him, you know, like. I should have given him a Bruce Campbell chin. Bro, bro. In a in an alternate universe somewhere, Bruce Campbell has played Superman, and that is amazing. How fucking awesome would that be? You know what? I'm gonna ask him about it in July when I go see him. Oh yeah. I'm like, have you ever been offered to play Superman because of your chin? <laughs> please, what, does he have more of a Superman chin or a Batman chin? Well, after saying Batman, say Superman. I, you might have. Oh no, that's a Batfleck. fucking good question, actually. Because I mean, dude, that's why they hired Batfleck, right? Was because of the chin, the, the bum chin. Yes, I mean it had to be. Dude. Uh yeah. Anyways, going back to this, dude. <laughs> the story was incredible. You get so many modes. It's just so much deeper of a fighter than we've ever like really been used to and now obviously we did talk about mkx and mk11 so obviously you know 11 has incorporated the elements from injustice 2 we've mentioned that on that episode and then mkx borrowed from injustice and blah 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 blah. you know what i mean netherrealm studios just learns as they go and they take a little bit of tidbits here and there and put them in but i think other than that bud let's hit up this gameplay so you want to uh take that yeah for sure so um Basically, the fighting style from the first returns uh, with the three button attack style and that player ability button, uh, we get level interactions and transitions returning, um, as well as clash and super moves. Word. All right, let's see. So, all right, I'm trying to do this right now, but our brother Pete Ward sent us a video last week, dude. Hit with his thoughts on clashes, and I'm trying to load that. I think I found <laughs> it right here. Um, 
But if you want to keep taking that, brother. Hell yeah. So um, we are introduced to a new loot dropping system known as the gear system, which allows you to unlock different gears through the different modes of play, as well as unlocking mother boxes. The gear has different attributes such as strength, health, defense, and ability to help you in single players, towers, and game modes. It allows you to customize your character's look, beef up your base uh, base stats, and even certain rare gear can give you a bonus argument, argumentations. Fuck, argumentations. There you go. Fuck yeah, dude. So, all right. The new loot dropping system changes the game. It gives you full like RPG elements in this, uh, not to mention potentially hundreds upon hundreds of different customizations of characters, depending on gear and shaders and all that good shebang. Um, but before we continue with that, going back to the clashes i have a little video from and I, I wish i had it last week when we were pro- this is when pete sent it to us but you know what? it's good enough for doing this week pete i apologize i hope you meant for me to put this on last week <laughs> and if you did it i'm sorry <laughs> but i fucking love you so here we go what's up fluff master supreme and fucking brody kano man i forgot your name sorry i know it's brody but um so yeah i'm gonna talk about how much i fucking hate the class system that shit is stupid like let me tell you something if you're getting comboed and you lost that health that shit's gone goodbye don't fuck what you're telling me you can get hit you can you can gain health back because you won a fucking argument i fucking hate that i have to sacrifice my power meter to make sure that you don't get that fucking health that shit is fucking stupid I fucking hate it. It's so dumb. Like, dude, if you're getting comboed in the air, deal with it. That's your fucking problem. You can't just be like, huh, 15% health back. Deal with it, bitch. I fucking suck. <laughs> oh. God damn it. Uh. Thank you, Mr. Pete Ward, for that. And he's, he's right. He's fucking right, dude. Clash sucks. It's such like, okay, dude, it can definitely help you out in a fucking, like, when you're getting fucked for sure. Uh <laughs> But it sucks when somebody activates it and you got a full fucking four bars and you're like, I don't want to give that shit. Like, sometimes I just take it. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I won't even give a shit. I'll just either I'll take the hit and Pete says no way. Uh, <laughs> no, man, because I want to save it to get that super, dude. Like, fuck that. I'd rather save my bars for the super. And I understand, like, I mean, un- unless it's one of those situations where it would fuck you, you know what I mean? Where if like they gain back that 30% and you're already like flashing low, like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But it's so fucking ridiculous, dude. And it's definitely a motherfucker. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it. it's not the best. It, it's not the best <laughs> gameplay addition to it. Or not even addition, but you know what I mean? Like for the game. <laughs> I'm still dying from that video. That's fucking oh, hilarious. Dude, Pete <laughs> fucking has it, dude. I swear to God. Pete's just got it. Oh. You know what I mean? That, that makes me laugh all the fucking time. Oh, oh man. So, oh. now that we did that shit, dude. So, going back, we met, uh, Brody just mentioned the gear before all this loveliness here. And like I said, man, it definitely extends it. it it's... You can make some weird fucking versions of these characters. And yeah, it's what do we got here? 
Bro, you can clash from double hitting projectile from full screen. It's cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. El terrible. Um, fucking A, dude. So let's see. But yes, the gear system, great. I, dude, I got like, uh, I made a classic like Adam West Batman on mine with the old school like blue and gray, like shader. And cool. oh, yeah, man. I obviously, you know, I definitely fuck with Sub Zero. I got a bunch of his things and then Raiden as well. And then uh, my TMNT boys right here. Yeah. Ooh. I got that fucking yeah. weird light reflected in it. It's shitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, let's see. Let's go back to some gameplay here. Uh, button prop mini games actually were taken out from the story mode this time around. So if you enjoyed them from the first one, you will be sadly disappointed. They are not there. Which side note? I was thinking about it, and I never mentioned it, I don't think, last week. But there was a button prompt game where you are Superman, and you're shooting lasers at, I believe it was Grundy. And Grundy's just picking up cars and chucking them at you. It could have been Bane, too. I can't remember, but I think it was Grundy. But he's just picking fucking cars up and chucking at you. And as Superman, you're fucking lasering these and exploding them. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And this is supposed to be good Superman, too, by the way, from like our universe, quote unquote. So no killing Superman. <clears throat> He's blowing these cars up that Grundy's literally just grabbing off the highway and fucking chucking at him. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, dude, we just blew up like 100 people. If there was like some families in there and shit like that, like you count, like, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not only can we not show blood in this game, but we can blow up families. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, less. If if they went just that much more to where like they showed like breakage and stuff like that, there's so much shit in this game that would fucking kill you. Like, you know, it's just we don't have it kill you, is what it is. In the first one, we had the explanation of the super pills. Um but I I they didn't really go into that this one. I figured maybe it's just because like everybody still has them potentially. But this one kind of goes also back and forth. Let's, oh, Pete's on fire today. Fucking oh. Yeah. I agree. Right. So, okay. So, yeah. Once again, button prompts are gone. However, what is different in this game is there's sections or chapters, I should say, that allow you to choose from two heroes. So, case in point, we already mentioned Firestorm and Blue Beetle. There's one where there's, um, uh, it's obviously Green Arrow and Black Canary. That's like the first one you get off the bat. And this adds, obviously, replayability to the game. So, you know, you play as, I can't speak for you, but I alternated. I always did one or other, because usually it was like four battles. Yep. So then, you know, next time you want to play story mode, you just try to fucking go opposite. And then I think sometimes they'd actually get an achievement if you did it all. I couldn't remember that one or not. What do we got next there, buddy? Um, so we got micro transitions. Uh, micro transactions. Oh, sorry. Fuck. No, you're fine. I should put me glasses on. Actually, I might do that. <laughs> I do there apologize. You go. Hey, I can see. Um, I added into the game. <laughs> Clark Ken over here, um, allowing you to purchase source crystals, which allow you to buy shaders and cosmetics for your characters, as well as premier skins. Source crystals also allow you to transform gear applying the look of one piece over another piece stats 
and can also level up characters. Ooh. So interesting. I I don't know about you. I don't do I hate microtransactions personally. Like it at least with this shit, it's just cosmetics and stuff, you know what I mean? So it doesn't affect you like fighting online or anything like that. Um and the online fighting as well as like you can take off the competitive shit too right off the bat, which is nice too. So it's not always just that, it's just pure cosmetics. You make your Batman look cool. Or, you know, whatever character. Scarecrow. Um, yes. <laughs> fucking Scarecrow is so sick in this game, dude. Uh, but I, if you want to earn source crystals, dude, you definitely got to grind and you got to grind fucking hard. Like you can play through the story mode. And I think every time you win a battle, you get like, I don't know, a couple of them. I think I played through the whole story mode and it gave me like 200 total. Fuck. So, yeah. And a premier skin, for example, costs 6,000. So it's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck. Right. Right. So it's like, oh, if you go and want to buy all them skins, as I said, like that we mentioned earlier and shit for the premieres or even shaders, shaders cost like 40, 50 or no, 4,000. Um, but yeah, man, you got to do some hardcore grinding or you can, you know, fucking ka-ching, ka-ching on that fucking credit card. <laughs> it makes you not want to fucking play. Like when you think about it, play for the play for these skins. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's not too, I, I mean, I like the grind, so it doesn't bother me, mm, but yeah. it is a grind. I'm not going to say it's not. That's for sure. That's like a, that's bulk hours. I think it hurts even more knowing you can get it easily enough by just paying for it. Yes. But I'm like, I don't want to pay for skins. Like I already paid for the extra characters. So I was like, eh, I'm good. Mm, absolutely. So what else we got, brother? Uh, we get a new multiverse mode, uh, like the Living Towers in MKX, allowing you to play through ever-changing parallel worlds. And tackle towers that give opponents various handicaps, buffs, stipulations, and goals. Hell yeah. And we get this definitely, uh, they follow suit with this in MK11 when they go with the towers and shit like that. Yeah. But this one, uh, oh, that's Pete. It threw me off because it's this other fucking. <laughs> I forgot you said this on YouTube. I was like, oh, we got a YouTuber. Um, but no, this was cool, man, because it wasn't. Like, Living Towers was cool, but Living Towers was only three fucking towers. You know what I mean? This one gives you way more variety. And it, it's with the different buffs and the different worlds. Like, even if you want don't want to do that, you want to just do the classic tower. There's, like, that little fucking world down in the corner on the right you can go find. Boom. Pop that up, and you're just doing, I think there's three towers on that world. And they're your classic, like, I would say MK-style tower. You know what I mean? Like, eight. 12 and like 18 or something. I can't remember. It's probably not 18, but it's like, it might be 12 in the last one. Yep. But some of those worlds, man, they're motherfuckers, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, just the shit, like the buffs they'll give on. And MK, um, MK11 did a little bit different where you could add your own buffs to your character and stuff. Like, once again, they took a method that worked well and then they just improved on it. But it was interesting. It, it was nice in this. And the fact that they're ever changing always makes you want to hit that grind a little bit more. You're just like, oh, shit, I got like only 20 minutes to hit this up. I better start it now. 
You know what I mean? And See, because so. I, I, I never really, I never really played with the, those out of world things um, on this game. So, did no. you get paid a lot more uh, for the difficult levels? In yeah, I mean, you can make way more. You can make more bank the more like the harder ones you play and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then obviously you could potentially get better gear or uh, bigger mother boxes because there's like the three color tiers of mother boxes. There's like standard silver and gold i think i believe it is i apologize if i'm wrong um but yeah obviously you can get like more gold boxes and all that other good shebang which yeah. dude that shit right there that's almost like gives you that little bit of like gambling high if you get if if you're into that shit you know what i mean because it's just it's like a jackpot like every time you're like come on get that fucking lever and especially like if you almost forget you have them which a lot of times i was guilty of of doing um i would have a fucking plethora of them so i would just be sitting there for like 20 minutes fucking opening mother boxes and it's like god damn dude like i wish there was just like a massive i think they did add that in an update i think that you can like open them all now but at one point you couldn't you had to go through them all singly so nice. all right and the last one of the gameplay we have uh, is online multiplayer also has an option now to form online guides guilds with, oh sorry guilds with up to 50 people total who can work together on daily and weekly objectives and even share gear yeah so i didn't fuck with this much too much i have i do have my own guild it's me and a couple of buddies i think we called it fat for life or something like that with all the chunky boys and uh <laughs> but i'm the, like, the only one who still kind of plays it i should see what pete's then dude i should hop in his or something i'm sure he's got one fucking that spanks and i'm sure there's i mean yeah the game's a little bit older but i'm sure they're still going pretty good dude because like online multiplayer is still well you know what i mean it's still the last injustice so she's still going pretty hard hell yeah but yeah there wasn't too much di like there wasn't too much different in this gameplay wise Shit, even some of the characters are literally like full on move rips right from the first one, which is fine. Yep. I kind of wish they gave everybody at least a new move or two, like every MK does. Like, like, okay, case in point, any MK, like if you played it, you can go into the next one and you could play the character of choice, right? Yeah. So, like, you're sub zero, you could play sub zero the next, but that doesn't mean the fact that they don't change them up and give them some different movesets and shit. You know what I mean? This game here, like Green Arrow, is literally right from fucking Injustice One. Same with Batman. Uh, yep. Designs have changed a little bit, and obviously they have different abilities now that you can unlock and add to your character and stuff. So depending on what you can unlock, you know, you might get a little extra. So like Batman, case in point, he's got his uh, parry attacks with his cape. Well, you can get a extra ability that you can actually amplify that with a burner so you oh, can make it that yeah so different i mean so yeah you can change them up a little bit but i hope for the third one that they kind of change up the move sets like not all the way but just give them a couple new ones maybe take a couple out yep just give it a little bit more because that's why i liked actually more of the newer characters in this game because they were something different to play as yes again people dude scarecrow fucking great Poison Ivy, awesome, with her weird fucking little Yoshi 
fucking monster that comes out. <laughs> I love using it. Hate fucking fighting against it. Because if you don't have a fucking projectile that hit her ass, that fucker yeah. will just sit there spitting and spitting and spitting and you just can't jump over it. Or unless you got a teleport. That's the only <laughs> other way. Like it, it's a fucking kick in the dick, dude. It's a, it's a, a catch 22. Oh, man. So let's do a little behind the scenes here, brother. Hell yes. Uh, this Nether. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, you can tie that. Okay. Like uh, NetherRealm Studios wanted to do something obviously a little different this time around. Quote, something unexpected and long-term, unquote, giving players a more like personalized experience, thus the creation of the gear system. According to producer Adam Urbano, the idea of having a fighting game with RPG elements have actually been floating around since before the fall of Midway. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I like it, dude. Like, it's at first, it's definitely a little like standoffish. I'm not going to lie. Because it's sometimes like you're just like, whoa, this is a lot for a fighter. What's going on here? But after the fact, I feel like once you kind of get to really dive into it, dude, it definitely adds just that much fucking, you know what I mean? Like that much more to munch on. Oh, absolutely. Um, Makes you want to pick up that fucking controller and never put it down. Right. I'll probably be playing a little bit. I might be playing a little bit after we even uh, end tonight, dude, just because I'm still on that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that grind itch going. You know what I mean? Hell but, yeah. You want to take that next one, bro? For sure. So once again, NetherRealm worked with DC Comics during the development of the game. And just like the first one, they were giving a wide range of freedoms while designing the costumes. So while DC did have to have final approval, it was said by designer John Edwards that they rarely rejected them. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that, LD. That was my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about that. I tried to leave. But yeah, so, okay. We talked about the costume design a little earlier, and yep. I, I like a lot of them. Some of them are kind of fucking weird. Yes. That, that's just my opinion. Um, the, the heavy armor kind of does me we- a little different. You know what I mean? Like, I, Sometimes I'm for it. Sometimes I'm not. I like, I'm, I'm a fan of the classic looks a lot of times. Which like, was heavily influenced in the first, in the first game. Oh, absolutely. Um, but this one with just the whole gear aspect, like now everybody's got like full face helmets and shit, dude. Like it's cool. It's just, you know, sometimes you're just like, whoa, it's kind of jarring. Like that's yeah. the flash blue in a full face. You know what I mean? Like he looks like fucking. Or oh, the fucking Joker. I mean, did they try to make not, him look like a normal person or what? what? I did not like his design in this it at was all. Atrocious. I don't know. They They definitely went with the weird like. They almost made him look like emo or something, dude. And I don't know if it was also to like tie in with Suicide Squad's like Jared Leto Joker a little bit or something. Yeah, we're not going to go down there. <laughs> yeah, no. I honestly that's kind of how I, to... I. What's that? Boy? You know, I, I honestly thought he was about to sing me some like uh, Under Oath or Sayasin song, like just an emo fucking song. I was like, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I love emo, emo shit, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know, man. It, it's just so weird, dude, with that like the sh- that partially shaved head and like the coat, like that comb over style look. Because like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just you. I'm used to more classic like Injustice One, like you mentioned. But I mean, obviously, you know that's why you got the gear system. You can try to tweak them around 
Like, I think his look in MK11 is a little better because it's a little bit more of the classic. But Oh, absolutely. That's just me. Uh, let's see. What else we got there, brother? Um, yeah, so with the success of guest characters in MK9 and X, uh, Boone wanted to add some third-party comic characters, thus the inclusion of Hellboy and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. On top of that, Scorpion was the biggest-selling single DIC in the first Injustice, which allowed for Sub-Zero and Raiden to also join this roster. Yes. Awesome. So, okay, my take on it is I, I, I feel like they could have just given us one MK character instead of two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personally, and then that way they could have gave us more DC DLC. Like, they should have been DC DLC, and there was like Adam and all that other stuff. But it's like, dude, there's so many more DLC like DC characters that you could utilize. But that being said, well, obviously, I love having our boy Sub Zero in there with Raiden. I always use the Black Lightning skin because at least it's a DC character, and I'm just like, yo, dude, like, and he fights nasty. The only thing that's goofy is instead of the dragon at the end when he wins like Raiden does, he's got this like giant fucking fist, electric fist. So he's got a little uh, green la- green lantern envy going on, I believe, or something. <laughs> it was interesting. I don't know. But yeah, it's loved Hellboy. And obviously this isn't like Ron Perlman Hellboy. This is actually a comic book Hellboy. And I know our brother Pete Orr did not like the TM. TMNT edition, but personally, I fucking loved it. And uh, yes, I did, Joe Day. Yes, I fucking did. Mr. Joe Day <laughs> said I slapped his ass around with black lighting last night. And yeah, yeah, Joe has helped me prep for this game. Why does it say I'm TJ Bowser? What is going on? <laughs> oh, because I'm in the host thing and it's probably set up to his name. Let's go back to this. Anyways, for you audio people, don't worry about that. You didn't see shit. You didn't hear shit. Uh, fucking ridiculous, dude. But no, it, they're great. Sub Zero fucking just fights nasty as fuck. And that us motherfucker in this game. Something that I've talked about with other people before, uh, Pete, namely. But if you play Sub Zero and you win, his winning little like movie there or whatever he straight up close uh performs his fatality fuck i didn't even know that yeah so whether it's the actual like person who just lost or if it's like the cameraman but he reaches in like this and you hear the freeze and you see the bottom of the screen freeze up a little bit and then you hear the fucking yank and then he looks at you from this so dude he definitely does his fucking spine rip that's fucking sick yeah so you know take that how you want it <laughs> sub zero still killing motherfuckers you don't give a shit <laughs> oh man let's see what else we got here brother um so we got the character's amazing facial animation was created with a custom photogrammetry facial scanner which utilized up to 44 cameras 16 different facial expressions were captured for each character, which took up to three days alone to process. God damn. damn. Dude, and there's so much more on the actual, like, facial animation shit on this. Like, I could have loaded up a couple videos, but the problem is they would we would have been sitting here watching these 10-minute videos, and while that would have been okay, probably would have sucked for any of the audio. <laughs> you know Absolutely. what I mean? 
but no man they they got so crazy so they like they did that which i believe i read but when this was done at netherrealm studios all their rooms are mortal Kombat themed and so i believed this camera room was known as the flesh pits so which is kind of fun i was like yeah that's awesome that's pretty cool um so they did the 16 shots and then they came up with these rigs that these people would wear on their heads and then that had another like up team cameras i can't remember but they all had different they had like three different um millimeter lenses on it to get like the like the way they like they mocap their faces and shit dude it's fucking insane like the the behind the scenes of this shit is it, just for that alone i was impressed with but I, I actually got kind of a deep rabbit hole on that when i was researching <laughs> So there is actually like a video where you can see this. Oh yeah, dude. I can send that to you uh, after the fact. And oh, I can yeah. probably I'd love uh, to say that. Yeah, it, it was, it was quite interesting. Actually. I'm, I'm glad I uh, caught that. But like I said, we would have been watching it like a 10 minute video on that shit too. <laughs> 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 it on here. But yeah, so we're not going to go snorted today. No, 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 no. So in uh 2018, Dude, this was awesome. I found this out today, and I'm almost I'm gonna go on the hunt for this shit as well. But in 2018, the game crossed over with Mattel's Master of the Universe comic. Oh, yes. So the comic actually follows the game's Superman style or Superman sides ending, and the comic series received six issues. So if you beat the game as Superman, or if you didn't, spoilers, uh, Superman, he not combines, that's the wrong word, but it, he almost like fuses, not fuses even, I can't remember. He accepts like Brainiac's ship. He's essentially kind of almost become one with it. And he's got this, he's got some new digs on, and they're all very Brainiac with the purple lights and everything like that. And then Batman comes in and then Batman's under his control with all the Brainiac tech all over him. Ooh. So in what I'm assuming the comics, which I haven't read, but just from the covers are alone and stuff like that, I got to find it. I'm assuming Superman must go out on. He must go to other worlds to try to, like, take his dictatorship to. Is my guess, but it definitely showed him and He-Man fucking like holding each other's like hands, like fisticuff style, dude, which made me start thinking, I was like, wait a minute. I know He-Man was always strong, but he was, he supposed to be as strong as Superman. Yeah. That's interesting. Right? Like that opens a lot of questions in comparison to like He-Man characters and their strengths and their attributes. Maybe He-Man is secretly magical. Well, he would be. You're right. I mean, the Sword of Omens, I would say it's magic. So, yeah, maybe that's, that's uh, maybe that gives him the edge up on Superman there. Or his planet's made of crypto. Uh, was it kryptonite or some shit? You, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> you're theories. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, even in this game alone, dude, it was awesome. Like that. I'm glad they included Firestorm for that reason, because like Firestorm can like he literally made fucking kryptonite, dude. You know what I mean? That's that's fucking badass. And even Batman made him his gold kryptonite knife that, like, even Bat said to Superman at the end, he's like, if you get stabbed with this too much, you'll lose your powers indefinitely. Like, 
which is like, oh, fuck, dude. So even though like kryptonite's not, even though it's a scarce source, fed that Firestorm can generate it at will. But maybe it's, I don't know, maybe Master of the Universe has like a red sun on it. So Superman isn't like his powers are super weakened or, or maybe it is just the magic, honestly. It's by the power of fucking Grayskull, bud. <laughs> uh, and do you want to take our last behind the scenes there, brother? Sure thing. So a few MK references in the game are at the Brainiac's army, uh, well, are equipped with spears that eject out of their head, clearly referencing to Ed Boon's favorite character and pretty much nearly everyone's favorite character, Scorpion, as well as in the chapter featuring Cyborg and Catwoman when the code word to shut down the security measure of Cyborg or for Cyborg was LK4D4, which was the model name for Cyrax. Mm-hmm. Lots of laser eggs. Yeah, right. And you know what? That uh, LD one, I actually only noticed just because I was playing through today and I was just like, I remember seeing it before, but I always kind of forget about it. But yeah, it's when they're in the Batcave and uh, Cyborg brings back online uh, Brother Eye. Then it notices Cyborg's in it, so it freaks out. And yeah, so that's the code word that Cat or Catwoman has to say to shut it down. And I was just like, that's fucking awesome. That is so. pretty cool. I mean, it's another realm. They got to put that shit in a little bit here and there. Obviously, the Scorpion one was super nail on the head. You know what I mean? <laughs> or on the nose, I should say. They didn't even. But I thought it was kind of funny, and I don't know if it was like in particular, but it also reminded me of obviously the movie because it actually just comes straight out of the fucking hand. Yes. So, but fucking bunch of Scorpion robots. It's pretty bad <laughs> or awesome. <laughs> All righty. So I think that brings us to our questions, brother. Ooh, look out. Here we go. Yeah. So first time you played it, and what did you play it on, brother? Um, well, I played it back in 2017 when it was released uh, on a PS4 um, at a mate's house. Um, I, I Look, I completely forgot about this game coming out, and I had just happened to be around his place one day. He's like, oh, dude, I've got this new game. Um, do you want to play it? So I'm like, yeah, of course I want to fucking play it, obviously. So I obviously went in guns blazing. As soon as I saw Scarecrow, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm sold. I'm sold. Um, and actually, I can I can hear the boss man now saying, no fucking surprises there. Um, but, yeah, and I remember just getting my ass handed to me something fierce. Um, he was just smashing me left, right, and center all over the screen, um, <laughs> which will lead me with, to – sort of intervene and come full circle with my favorite character. Um, so, yeah, it, it was obviously, yeah, it was it was a good game. I fucking love this game. Um, and I really wish I had played it more. But, yeah, that was yeah, that was the first time I played it. What about yourself, mate? Uh, well, I'm going to be right there with you, brother. I played it when it first dropped. I pre-ordered that shit for my Xbox. And, yeah, man, I since day one and I, I think i might actually bought the uber edition because because i was like well i know i'm already gonna get the dlc regardless so fuck it, i'll just get it down for when it drops so that would have been yeah what april 16 2018 i believe it was we'll just say 2018 when it dropped <laughs> um or 2017 why do i keep saying 2018 jesus fuck but yeah 
So I played on Xbox. Never played it on PlayStation. And I was almost going to get it again on... Or I, no, I'm sorry. I did download it also on PC because right now it's on Game Pass. If you got Game Pass. So I don't know why. I was like, ah, I got it all on fucking Xbox. And it's all backwards. <laughs> but so let's see. Oh, favorite character, hero and villain. Well, this was this, uh, so for my hero, this was tough. And I don't know if I can sort of cheat a little bit and say an anti hero. Death, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Am I allowed to say an anti hero? No, that's fine. Because you know what? Hero and villain in this story, the lines are very, uh, they're hard to see because uh, there's so many lines crossed, I would say. <laughs> yeah. It, it was definitely a tough one for the hero, to which I did say Red Hood. Ooh, okay. I, I really, yeah, I, I loved um, playing, um, but this was the character when every time, like, look, yes, Scarecrow, obviously, but that's for villain. Uh, but yeah, playing him, um, I used to play him as the most. Um, his long distance range with the gun and and the bombs are handy, you know. Just uh, even with his combos, I mean, he's so quick. And if you really wanted to fuck someone's shit up, like you just go hammer and tongs with them just in that close, close range. I mean, but Dude, he was, as I said, he's definitely super close range. Like when he had the, uh, what the fuck's on the bottom of his guns? The fucking tasers. Um, tasers, tasers. Yes. Yeah. yes. Fuck yeah, um, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just I, I chose him. Um, and for the villain, I had Scarecrow as the villain. I mean, <laughs> just that. Like obviously horror aesthetic about him, but he's mm-hmm. uh, the representation. But I, I love it. Like when he comes out to actually face the opponent, he's like just a normal guy, and then he hits the fucking gas, and he turns into the the, the fear toxin, and then he turns into like the big scarecrow. And I, I love, love that, that his fear toxin is in a fucking spray, like a weed sprayer, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's even the that's like the one of the best parts of it, dude. Yeah, proper farm well, equipment for a scarecrow. Looks right. Sort of fits. Okay, so I have to agree with villain, dude, because scarecrow hands down, once again, like you said, horror aesthetic. Yep. I loved listen, I love the scarecrow that we had in Injustice One, which he was only a cameo, obviously. But that yes. was our Arkham Asylum style, our Arkham Knight and all that good shebang. That scarecrow where you could probably say Freddy Krueger esque Scarecrow, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean he's got the he's got the fucking his glove. But no, man, this one we go like Reaper Scarecrow, yes. and I fucking dig it so much because it's just something about his design, dude. The fact that he's just overly tall and super fucking like gangly and shit, dude. Like, like that. That's always something like you're looking for like a cool statue like that when you go to like a haunted house or something. You know what I mean? Like that shit, like. Even though it's just like a prop, some of that shit always looks like the coolest fucking shit, dude. Look, and his mask variations, man. Like, yes, I I should have made a video of going through a few of them, dude. Like, just for it, he's he's definitely got that old school and new school aesthetic about his uh, character design. But I love his scythe range. You know how he swings his scythe around, like long distance range, and. That yeah, dude, he's got his weird little fucking teleport. He's got that one move. Um, is it the teleport or is it? I'm gonna find. I fucked it up right now. But it's where he splits himself, and it's Ooh. it's 
his doctor form and the and the nightmare form and they actually like yoink the person like that shit's fucking dope yeah he's, like he's just an all-around cool looking fucking character like i'm so glad they incorporated him in this game fuck joker dude you didn't even need joker <laughs> joker was in one fucking fight yes. one goddamn fucking fight in the whole story mode you did not need joker but if you didn't have joker DC, like, well, not these, not DC boys, Batman boys would be fucking yes. human. You know, you gotta have Joker. You bucket, never man. So, <laughs> no, Scarecrow, hands down. And for favorite uh, hero, um, ooh, I think I feel like I picked it last time. No, you know what? I was gonna say Green Arrow because I just love the way he plays. But I'm gonna have to actually go with Blue Beetle in this one, dude, because Blue Beetle mm. is fucking nasty. I love, like I said earlier, he's the Baraka of this game. You hit yes. his abilities where he goes into the fucking like the fucking sword hands. He's just sick as fuck. He's fast. Um, you know, he's got good projectiles. He's got the and most of my time, I'm usually in the fucking weird like Baraka mode. More than the other one. <laughs> Obviously more damage, but yeah. Like I don't like just his moves are enhanced better than that, dude. Especially like his uh lunge, where like the original is just like he has a shield, but then the yeah. second one, he actually stabs him, flies up, and fucking throws him down. He, he he's definitely a character that had no right to be this good, I find. I mean, like I mean, who even is this guy? And then he comes out and he just kills it. See, like that was always the coolest thing in there's actually one part where uh, Black Adam talks about it, but he's kind of like Shazam almost. Like he's just a younger kid that yep. gets stuck with this, the blue scarab uh, armor. And it's this crazy sentient fucking armor that like Blue Beetle's backstory and everything is actually pretty like fucking sweet, man. And then, um, but that, that could be for a whole different fucking podcast. <laughs> That's like more comics and kaijus probably kind of thing. But, Absolutely. All right. So least favorite. And uh we'll also go with the hero and villain if we can. If not, that's no problem. Yeah. I well, I never played as this character, and I know it's a very, very um shit thing to say, obviously, but like Green Lantern. Okay. I I, I, I never played it and look. Um, however, if I did, I do apologize, but yeah, nothing's triggering the old noggin, um, out of all the characters, but look, I will give him a shout out for his super move. I actually thought Ooh. it was, yes. it was pretty fucking decent. Yeah. And yeah, look, I do apologize and it is very weak of me to say Green Lantern just because I haven't played as his character, but yeah, I, I mean, I haven't played as his character, so I can't really say that. You know, um, right. I know, I know, I know it's a bit, yeah, a bit so, but anyway, no, because Green Lantern, dude, they kind of like they changed up his moveset. Like my bitch earlier about like them not changing up some move, they did change Green Lanterns, but I feel like they kind of made him shittier. Yeah, so I'd almost yeah. agree with that. I don't think I'm going to give him my worst, but I could, I could understand why for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I've just, I, I guess I have never been a big Green Lantern fan. That's fair probably, enough. Yeah, I'd, yeah. But in saying that, um, least favorite villain it would be Captain Cold. 
Um, really? Yeah, I just okay. I thought I thought he was basically a wish version of Mr. Freeze. Which he is, and like luckily they give you that sweet mm. Mr. Freeze skin. That's which, that's yes, that is true. Yeah. I just if he didn't have that goddamn gun in this game, he wouldn't be jack shit. Oh, absolutely not, dude. Yeah. I uh, I think he's his fighting is only good for close range and yeah, I just Fair enough. I don't know. Yeah. You know what's sorry. funny though? No, you know, you know what's kind of funny is I actually really enjoy using Captain Cold, but it's almost because like I see him like the as the mocap of the game. If that uh, makes sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like Captain Cold shouldn't be good, so I want to be good with Captain Cold. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's the he underdog. He is though. <laughs> he is actually really nasty if you can get him moving right. Yeah. Um Especially because, like, obviously, you know, his gun tweak and everything, like, he could put that armor of ice shield on, which is fucking sweet. Mm. And him in a Sub-Zero match, that's a good match right there, dude. Yeah, um, sick. I thought he was better than Killer Frost, in my opinion, comparatively to the first one. But I could understand why you would say that. Because, like I said, he is the kind of the mocap of the game if compared to everybody else. Absolutely. All right, so least favorite hero and villain for myself. I'm going to go villain. I'm going to go with Enchantress. Yes. I don't like the way she fights. Um, I can never just get her moving. I don't know why. Her like her special and everything is cool and shit. Uh, kind of reminds me of like a little Shang Tsung action or maybe even like Ermac or something. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. Just in I just not dig. I just don't dig her as a character. I don't really know enough about her, I guess, would be the fair point on that. Like I said, I just can't get her flowing, so I'm going to have to go with her for villain. And hero. This is going to be a tough one. I feel like my least favorite hero, and you're probably going to hate me for this, is actually going to be Red Hood. And it's not because Red Hood is a bad character. I couldn't get him fucking. I can't get him moving. I just yeah. suck with him, dude. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't get his fucking taser. Thing. Like, I can't figure out, like, his taser, like, blocks and stuff. And, like, he's a lot more of a trickier character than I personally use. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I'm not going to hate on you for that at all, mate. No, that's fine. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, like, I like to play long distance, like, sort of. Right. I mean, and it. The only reason I chose him for that was because of his gun for long distance range and all that sh- sort of shit. But yeah, I can understand. It all depends on, um, like, I mean, if you like to play up close, fucking. Oh yeah, um, dude. I'm just, I'm just not good with it, <laughs> dude. I wish I was, because like yeah. Red Hood's an awesome fucking character, dude. You know what I mean? Like he's just nasty. What's up, Jensen Ackles? Um, <laughs> right. Fucking voice the yeah. great Red Hood. So let's see. Favorite level, sir. Well, see, I vaguely remember this level. And like I was saying before the show, I had to actually describe it. Describe and, away, buddy. Yeah, look, I do apologize. But um, however, it oh, it was like a, you, you're on the street and you get and you knock someone into a van that blew up, sending them into the cinema, and then they ended up into like an old apartment or a rooftop. Oh, yeah. So that's Gotham Streets. Gotham Streets. Fuck. Yep. I mean, how did I not know that? But that I th- I found that to be like really cool, just that layout. And then when you 
smack your opponent into that van, blows up, you go through the cinema, then you end up on the fucking rooftop or apartment, wherever. It is. I, I found that to be really cool. If it, it reminded me of um, Batman Returns, um, uh-huh. just just that that rooftop bit sort of set it all off. But yeah, I re- I really enjoyed that level. All right, really cool gothic. No, that was a that was a good one. And not to mention, if you're a, if you're a heavy character like Superman or Bane. You can go to that other side and grab a fucking police car and smash it on a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, favorite level for myself, dude, is actually one without transitions, but I just love the design of the level itself, and that would be Slaughter Swamp. Ooh, um, something about hitting a motherfucker with a crocodile is just great to me. <laughs> <laughs> Kill a croc, right? It's just who is in this game, by the way. Yes. You get him in the transition out of the back cave in the sewer randomly enough. But no, I love the aesthetic of Slaughter Swamp. It, it gives you some definite nice horror vibes. So it definitely fits well with like Scarecrow. Obviously, it's more of like Swamp Things kind of level, which fucking. Can, can we just side note on Swamp Thing? I'm so happy yes. they incorporated him in this game. Yes, absolutely. He doesn't give enough love. And no. he's fucking awesome, dude. I wish they had him more in the game, but they had him as much as they probably could. So I will just say his super move is actually pretty decent. I uh, that may or may not be an honorable mention on my list. A uh, little little acupuncture there, uh, right in the back. <laughs> but yeah, slaughter swamp skulls everywhere, crazy in the bayou. Um, dare I say pumpkin head esque almost? Can you have pumpkin head yes. around in the background there? <laughs> so going from favorite level favorite level transitions there i mean there was there was fucking so many like, i mean yeah there were so many good ones in this game and it was really hard to pick which one so i i had to give it to aquaman I really, yeah yeah i really enjoyed aquaman so i thought it was really fucking cool um uh also uh, I got to give a shout out to, like I said, uh, Swamp Thing. Even I really enjoyed the Flash, at least. Oh, wait, are you talking the super moves? Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Did Did you have I? I know the level transition one. That was one that Brody and I talked about right before the show a little bit. Did, did you remember? Did you have any of those? If not, that's not a big deal. We can fucking skip that shit, dude. Oh, so yeah. Sorry, uh, shit. Uh, favorite level transition was um, in Aquaman's lair. I will say that. that oh, was... in Atlantis. Yes. That's a, see. That's what I thought you said when you said Aquaman at first, because I had the same thing, dude. But I'm gonna let you oh. take that away. Why was that oh. your favorite? Fuck my bad. Um, so yeah, I, I I just really loved it. Um, Cause you get a you get a little bit of uh is a black black um mantra and that in there as well yeah, yeah that, you get black mana cool. and that weird like cracking fucking thing that bites that it for a cool. second and yeah it's pretty it's pretty fucking brutal you go through that pipe and then you get all cut up through that fan and I don't know there was just something about it that I really enjoyed um and I liked the layout I thought it was pretty cool that you like playing in this little dome under the water. Yeah, like you said, sea creatures, that horror aesthetic about it again. Yeah, I feel it would be a cool layout. Well, I have nothing to really de- uh, debate you on that because, honestly, that's what I picked as well. Uh, and, honestly, it's because you, 
and I don't even think they call it. I don't know if that's technically the Kraken in this, but I'm just going to call it the Kraken because I don't fucking know what else you call it right now. Yep. But I like that you see him like peeking through the dome when you're fighting anyways. But yeah. then they pull him actually into the level transition, which is great. But he's on that weird fucking chain, so he could only bite you for so long, spit you out. Black Manta's just randomly there to fucking hit you like a home fucking run, like just whap right back in there, like just for the fuck. It was like, what was he waiting out there the whole time just to fucking smack somebody? But yeah, that was, I would have to say, that was the best like transition of the game for sure. Absolutely. All righty. So on to the other question that I know Brody was definitely ready to talk about favorite super yeah. move, sir. Sorry, yeah, kind of, kind of fucking no, jumped the gun there. Um, but yeah, as, as I was saying before, uh, Aquaman, I've got to give it to him. Um, special shout out, obviously, to Swamp Thing and the Flash. I thought their super mm. moves are really cool. Um, but yeah, Aquaman, I, I, I will just describe it for you, uh, for you, uh, for the listeners. So it's basically he stabs you in the torso with a trident, uh, followed by an underwater layout that washes over the screen. He then proceeds to take you to the surface where he slashes you until a giant sea creature chomps on you, dragging you to the bottom of the ocean. And to put the icing on the cake, Aquaman flies down to not just to stab you again. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was pretty brutal. It was pretty badass. Um but yeah, that, that that that's my favorite super move. I mean, there were so many good ones, and like I said earlier, um, mm-hmm. um fucking what was it? Green Green Lantern? Green Lantern. Like, oh, he's super dude, his robot. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Dude, he hits with the fucking which that motherfucker you cannot block. I swear to God, dude, because I swear to God, it's definitely it's not a down block, and I don't think it's even up block. So I think you just got to dodge it. But yeah, yeah, man, they got that sh- it's straight the boot drop, fucking. The boots and then the fucking clap slap and then the <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fucking money, dude. Like, I yeah, Green Lantern definitely like even though they took out some of his cooler moves for like normal normal like special moves, uh, his super move was definitely titties. So my favorite has to go to Black Manta actually. So it's kind of funny that you chose Aquaman. So I went with Aquaman's Nemesis. So I'll describe Black Manta to you really quick, but. He hits him, he hits the jetpack or jetpack into a lance stab to which he's flying you forward, and then he shoots rockets out to launch you off of that, hits you with rockets to launch you even farther. But we're not done yet. Then he fucking flips around, pulls out a fucking spear gun, spears you back to him to hit you with the fucking biggest goddamn cano laser you've ever fucking got hit with right in the face. <laughs> So that shit is just that shit is just brutal and I fucking love it and it's just like nonstop. So like I said, I gotta go black mana. Yep. I do have two honorable mentions though. One is actually one that my dear friend here said was Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing was fucking great. Mm. You get punched three different times by a giant fist, and then you get fucking your back broken on like the tiniest little fucking oh. It's like the shit in Avatar when he hits it, dude, and he like fucking aligns all his chakras again. <laughs> and, and, and to follow that up, he punches you back in the spine yeah. to the surface. Like, right? Fuck. You just broke your back, and then you get one more just for good measure. Um, <laughs> and then my other honorable mention would have to be the Green Brothers themselves, the Ninja Turtles. Um, I love that theirs include all four of them. They each get a hit. Like, Raph just, like, the three of them hit it like 
Leo, Donnie, and Mikey just like hit him. Raf straight up comes up and fucking stabs him in the chest with the size. <laughs> like he don't give a flying fuck. And then they get the fucking big like shell crunch that we get in like every Ninja Turtle thing ever, which is always like, you know, that's classic. So that was all in my that was my other honorable mention for them. Very but, nice. Yeah, the super moves were great in this. I even love Superman's and Superman's isn't even like that crazy by any means. It's just a beautiful. It's just beautiful the way it's set up, just like flying through the clouds. Just one, two, three fucking fly catches you in the face. I think that's like my favorite part, dude. It's just face catch and then fucking just run you down to the ground. Like, shit's fucking phenomenal. <coughs> so, final thoughts on Injustice 2, brother. Well, um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I, from what I recall, uh, remembering this game, fucking fantastic game. Definitely step up from the first one. Um, like we just talked about, all the super moves are pretty much great. I there was it was really rare that I could find, a, a, even in the characters. In that sense of playing the characters, I, it was really hard to find a one that I didn't really like at all. Um, I think they all were great. It was just, yeah, they've definitely gone back to the drawing board with this game and just gone like turned it up a notch and just be like made it very entertaining. Um, yeah. Like I said, I ne- well, I need to go back and actually revisit this game as well. Um, overall, fantastic fucking game. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I have to say the same thing. This took the first injustice and definitely like turned it up again. They, the, the graphics overhaul is fucking phenomenal. And, and graphics don't make a game. Anybody who actually likes to play games will tell you, dude, the graphics don't make the game, but they help. And if you even if you only play story mode even if you don't want to play through the towers if you just play story mode or even fucking go watch it you can go watch the whole cutscenes on, on youtube man like all three hours of them it's a fucking great animated movie dude honest to god like the fighting on this is just that much more of a bonus but like my wife and kid were watching me play it just because they're it, you know my daughter's like oh this is just a movie and i'm like yeah pretty much fucking is other than that, the gear system was great. Like I said, it was it was a lot at first, but I feel like once you take your time and really read through the stuff, it's a great inclusion to it. I think they did a great job. I think NetherRealm really learns from their mistakes, and you know what I mean. Like you could see that, and just from this, the shift from the first one to this one, and how much more longevity you could put into a game by doing something.